Welcome to a new episode of English Vocabulary Booster. My name is Lara and I'm a Salsa certified English teacher. Learning new vocabulary usually takes a long time, but we'll do it in a way that's easy, quick, and efficient. In every episode, we'll learn how to use five new English words or expressions so that you too can start speaking like a native. So let's get learning! Hi everyone, how are you? I am finally doing better. I was sick for, I don't know, 10 days, but it definitely felt like it was longer. And now that I'm feeling better, I'm just so thankful I can breathe like a normal person. It's incredible the things that you take for granted. Not like you, but like we in general take for granted, like breathing. And then when you can't do it because you have a terrible cold, then you're like, oh man, I miss those days when I was able to breathe without even realizing it, you know? So I'm happy to be feeling better because now that means that I can record this episode and today we're going to be talking about information. So let's listen to the story. Okay, you ready? It's 10. We can call her. Hello? Um, hey Monica, I'm calling you to find out more about what happened on Friday. Oh, you want the 411? Um... Yeah, I guess so. Um, the last time we talked, I asked you to keep me in the loop, but it's Tuesday and I haven't heard anything. So yeah, I just wanted to give you a call to see where we're at. You want all the deets? Um, yes, please. Okay, so he picked me up at eight. Monica? He showed up with flowers and everything. I know, I know, what a gentleman. So he takes me to this little Italian restaurant. I, I forget what it's called, but anyway. I'm sorry, we Monica. We stay there until they're practically closing the place. And then he asks me if I want to go to his hotel. And you know me. Monica, can you hear me? Like normally I wouldn't, but you know, he came all this way. So we go up to his room. He closes the door. I go to the bathroom. And when I walk out, he's lying on the bed with his... Monica! What? Oh, sorry. Am I oversharing again? Sorry, I I do it all the time. But I thought you wanted to know everything. Uh, Monica, I'm here with Mr. Sanders, our boss, your own speaker. Wait, what? Then why did you ask me about my date? I didn't. I was referring to the meeting you had at Miller's Income Friday. I just wanted you to bring us up to speed. Oh, my. Mr. Sanders, I'm so sorry. I just... I can't... Oh, no, don't worry, Monica. So what happened then? Oh, um, so I went to the Miller's Inc. headquarters No, and... I met with the guy. What happened when you walked out of the bathroom? Okay, so the boss was more interested in the gossip than work. Uh, who can blame him? Let's talk about today's expressions and let's begin with the expression 411. Yes, and I'm talking about the numbers 411. If you want the 411 on something, do you want to know more about something or do you not want to talk about a particular subject? If you want the 411 on something, that means that you want to know more about something. Um, 411 is actually a synonym for information, is slang for the word information. And yeah, I know it sounds strange, but yeah, that's another way to say information. Where does the expression 411 come from? Is it a line taken from a commercial or is it a telephone number? 
411 is actually a telephone number. I don't know if it still is, but he definitely was. Um, well, you know, back in the day, and I don't know, I know a lot of you are probably young and they're like, what's the world without the internet? Um, but yeah, a few years ago, we didn't have the internet. So when people wanted to, say, get someone's phone number, they couldn't Google it. They had to find another way um, to get it. And that way, oftentimes in the US and in Canada, was to dial the number 411 on their phone so they could talk to someone that um, would tell them, that would give them the information that they needed. And that's why the 411 has become a synonym for the word information. So there you go. You got a little bit of history as well. Expression number two, keep someone in the loop. The last time we talked, I asked you to keep me in the loop. If you keep someone in the loop, will you update them with new information or not? Yes, if you keep someone in the loop, that means that you're going to uh, keep them updated. You're going to give them new information. So you're just going to, um, yeah, let them know what's going on, basically. You're not going to exclude them from whatever is going on. If you keep someone in the loop, are you going to include this other person that you're keeping in the loop in the decision-making process or not? Yes, when you, for example, ask someone, hey, please keep me in the loop, that means please let me know what's going on, keep me involved. If you're going to make a decision, I want to be aware of that. I want to know that. So yeah, keeping someone in the loop just means um, including someone in the decision and in all the conversations that have to do with whatever it is that you're talking about. Was there a time when you were supposed to keep someone in the loop but forgot? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm pretty good at keeping people in the loop if I tell them I will. Um, there have been times when I had to, for example, give updates to my boss, um, you know, on certain conversations that I had with other clients. And I'm usually pretty good at like, you know, keeping my word and um, keeping the promises that I make. And that's probably because I hate the thought of people getting mad at me. So that's why whenever I say like, I'm going to keep you in the loop, I do. Because I don't want to feel, I don't want anybody to feel excluded f for one. And then I also, I don't know, um, I just, I don't want people to get mad at me. Expression number three, deets. You want all the deets? What is deets short for? Deets is short for details. So when you tell someone, give me the deets, it's like saying, give me the details. How do you spell deets? Okay, this is where it gets tricky because the word details is spelled D-E-T-A-I-L-S. So you only have one E. However, the word deets is actually spelled D-E-E-T-S. So you've got two E's. So you have this little difference. So make sure you remember that when writing this down. Details with one E, deets with two E's and no A's. Is deets formal or informal? The word deets is definitely informal. So... Um, you can use it in a conversation with a friend, 
um, you know, and chatting with a coworker. Um, usually when you're referring to something that happened in your personal life. So, hey, come on, give me all the deets. I want to know all the deets. Um, whereas the word details is the word that you would normally use. I mean, the word details can be used in any circumstance. Um, whereas the word deets, just, yeah, don't use it with your boss or anything like that. Expression number four, overshare. Oh, sorry, am I oversharing again? If you overshare, do you give too much information or not enough? If you overshare, that means that you're giving too much information. You have that in the word itself, overshare. So giving too much information, sharing too much information. And if you overshare, what kind of information do you share? Personal or work-related? When, well, I guess it depends, but usually when you say that you overshare, that means that you're sharing a lot of like personal, very intimate details about your life. Things that you normally wouldn't share unless you um, were with a very close friend or someone that you know very, very well. Um, so yeah, oversharing is just sharing a lot about your personal life with someone that you shouldn't be sharing all of that information with. Do you tend to overshare when meeting new people? I think I, yeah, I'm probably the queen of oversharing actually. Well, I don't know though, because it depends. I think it really depends on the person that I have in front of me. I think if I sense that the other person is maybe not very mature or they're not maybe into very deep conversations, they don't like to talk about very personal things and they're not really prone to sharing things about themselves, then in that case, I usually kind of keep to myself. I'm not, I'm not going to really say anything about my personal life. I'm going to um, just keep all conversations very, very, you know, superficial and I'm not going to get too deep with them. On the other hand, if I do sense that the other person is someone that's also likely to overshare or at least to share some stuff about their personal life, um, in that case, I'm like, an open book and you know me like you know that even on the podcast I think a lot of times I overshare um, but I like to be very open with the people that I meet and yeah in that case a lot of times I'm like all right here's all of my childhood trauma um, so yeah I guess some people would say that I overshare but I don't mind it it's okay expression number five bring someone up to speed I just wanted you to bring us up to speed if you bring someone up to speed do you update them on a certain situation or do you keep all the information to yourself? If you bring someone up to speed, that means that you update them on a certain situation. So you tell them what they've missed. Um, say that someone that you work with um, or that you go to school with um, has been gone for a couple weeks. Maybe they knew what was going on at work or at school before they left and then boom, they go on vacation for a couple weeks um, and then they come back. Obviously, they're not going to know what is up, what's going on. And so it might be your job to bring them up to speed, meaning to give them all the information necessary so that they will feel like they have never left. They will feel like they know exactly what's going on, even though they missed two weeks, for example. 
Imagine you're talking to someone you haven't seen in a long time. What would you tell them if you wanted to bring them up to speed on what's going on in your life? Just use, I don't know, two or three sentences. Um, okay, if I met someone that I haven't seen in a while and I wanted to bring them up to speed on what's going on in my life, I would probably tell them that I moved back to Valencia, that I was um, away on a trip with my boyfriend for a few months, but now I'm back in Valencia. We moved into a new apartment and we decorated the whole thing and that I'm working a lot. That's it. I think that that's what I would tell them to bring them up to speed. And this has also given me a chance to bring you guys up to speed. So I'm happy about that. And that is it for today. And remember, if you want to access the transcript as well as lots of other resources, visit enboo.com. That is E-N-B-O-O-O dot com. Have a great day.